Jones, 30, 35, 40, he's in midfield, and they'll never catch The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. That's right, it's Down the Sidelines. It's a sports podcast, part of the Show Me Your News Network. I'm Peter. I also go by SMYN Yoko. I uh, run the Show Me Your News Network and all. And this is a special episode before episode one. It's football season. Time to give our prediction specials. And here I have Joel. What's up, Joel? Uh, doing good. How are you doing? Not too bad. I mean, we figured we'd give this show a go. We're, you know, big sports buffs and, you know, we'd at least, you know, try to try to talk it up a little bit. So it's college football season. Yes. <laughs> and this is you know definitely a big part of why I wanted to start a show like this. Um, we can, you know, break down what the show, the general show format may be later, but maybe you know, give some background, you know, as far as your college hailings, like where do you where do you come from? Um, well, I've lived in Morgantown, West Virginia, my entire life. Um, so you know, there just happens to be a, a college there, uh, the major university here, uh, WVU, West Virginia University, mm-hmm. is um, where I go to school. All right. Yeah, I have grown up in Southeast Michigan. Uh, when you go there and you're thinking you big universities, it's Michigan or Michigan State. Mm-hmm. So I hail from the Mason Blue of the University of Michigan. Um, I think when we get guests on the show, we got, I think you know representing where you're from is an important part. So you know, think when you're you know when you're thinking about this show and you know universities that you want to kind of get behind. Either you know where you went to school that has you know a football program. Or you know one that's close to your geographic area. I think that's kind of important when you're we're thinking going forward with this kind of show. But it is football season uh, for college football season. They start in about a week, so we figured we'd actually get the predictions out there and like mark it down. Like I'm sure they'll be wrong, but it's <laughs> something that we wanted to look back on. You know when the season's progressing or over, and you know see how correct we were because down the sidelines is going to be a show that's pretty focused on predictions you know by all people of the show me your news community by us by guests and that's you know whether you may know what you're talking about or not but we like to think that we have at least some semblance of an idea yeah i hope that these are wrong is all i can say (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a good way of putting it so let's start with you know the college football landscape the ap top 25 came out this week and it has some interesting caveats to it I mean, let's break it down. Like, you know, starting from you know twenty-five to twenty-one, you have at twenty-five you have Louisville, mm-hmm. and then at twenty-four Boise State. Surprising that Boise State's still in it a little bit. Uh, let me just run through the other few quickly before we get comments and all. Mm-hmm. Twenty-three Florida, twenty-two Kansas State, and then twenty-one Stanford. Anything jump out at you there? Um, well, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a surprise to see you know at least one Big East team ranked. I understand. I mean, we used to. The, the team that um, I've been rooting for my entire life used to be in that conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not very strong. It really isn't. Um, but, you know, I think the reason they have them ranked is because um, very talented recruiting class. Um, Charlie Strong does a great job there. Um, he gets so many kids out of Florida because he has that Florida connection. And um, honestly, I, I mean, 
might be a little bit of a spoiler, but I mean, I think they might might see them win their conference. Hmm. Yeah, and, and Boise State in there, you know, Chris Peterson does a good job, you know, keeping up that program. It's very surprising that Kansas State is at 22 after yeah. the, what was I think it was a 10-win season they had last they, year? They had a very nice season. Um, I think, I mean, I think it might just be testament to, you know, these are predictions, Um in a way, to where they think people will finish out the season. I mean, I mean, I know they're they're just starting out the season, but they 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 kind of want to predict. So, what you have there is, I think they're just it's a testament to what they think the Big Twelve might be this year. Mm-hmm. And then good to see Stanford up there. You know, after Andrew mm-hmm. Luck leaves for the NFL, that it's still at least a a strong kind of team. So that I, they have. I think their there. coach is a great coach. Um, I think that he'll do a fine job there. Um, and I, I think if you look at like what they've recruited in the past, I mean, they're a, they're still that pro formation team basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they recruit a lot of big tight ends that can t- catch the ball, um, and I think they'll do okay. It's just uh, that that whole conference is full of offense, so you got to be able to score to play in the Pac-12. Absolutely. At twenty, we have TCU. Nineteen, Oklahoma State. Eighteen, Ohio State. 17, Nebraska, and 16, Virginia Tech. Now, from the Big Ten, a little surprising to see Nebraska ahead of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Taylor Martinez, who's a dual-threat quarterback, and he's, you know, I mean, their defense has been decent, but he's more or less been the spark for that team. I'm surprised to see Ohio State a little bit behind. Um, obviously, there are very high expectations with Urban Meyer coming in with his first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's recruited like gangbusters right alongside Michigan. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have to see Braxton Miller, uh, Ohio State's quarterback, really come into his own. Yeah. And so there's a lot of questions there for Ohio State, but they're they're going to be a pretty dangerous team this year. Um, I mean, I think uh, spot on with Nebraska. I'd probably have them a little bit higher myself. Um, it's, I mean, the, the Big Ten is tough, um, but I think that they actually there are only a few teams that kind of run that style of offense there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I love Bo Pelini. <laughs> I mean, like, basically, one of the reasons they brought him in there is to build up a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think eventually they will get one again. Um, you know, they've had some great defensive players there before. And um, I think that's where you got to start, even though right now they're probably going to be relying on their offense. I think that um, they'll have a better defense than they did last year. Mm-hmm. Um Ohio State, obviously, expectations. It seems like every year they have expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, brand new coach um, who's been successful everywhere he's gone. Um, and I think he will be. I just don't think quite yet. Um, I think he's got to get his players in there. Right. Um, because that's how it always worked. Um, I mean, and then once he got his players, he just actually absolutely wreaked havoc on the college football world. So... Um, I think just give him some time and he'll have it back to where they are. Plus they've got to deal with some of the, you know, the sanctions, suspensions yes, and yeah. all, all the stuff they're going through. But they um, do have talent there. So you got to watch out. Oh, of course. Um, and did, did we comment on TCU? Um, not really. They're also I, in the big 12 for the first time. Oh this yes. Year. Um, and I mean, that's an adjustment right there, but they, I'm pretty sure they scheduled at least two or three big 12 teams every single year in the past just because it was close to them and teams agreed to play them because 
they treated them like a major university as far as sports went. I mean, they they compete. I mean, they've been in the top ten past you know couple years. I don't. I think this year is still a rebuilding year for them. But um, again, that's another program that bases itself on just you know strong discipline defense. And um, I think after a while, maybe they'll adjust a little bit the problem is adjusting to all those offenses there's so many different styles out there mm-hmm. out west so who knows right then you also have oklahoma state who's you know obviously had brandon whedon and justin blackman their star quarterback and wide receiver they went pro uh mm-hmm. within the first round uh so that's a, a big loss and then you see him there at 19 yep uh again gundy does a pretty good job job recruiting um and i think because he's a man that- He's yeah, 40. exactly. He is the man. And um, I think with some time, I, I should think they'll be okay this year. Um, just because I think the, they're one of those places that they can just insert a player into the system and it works really well. Um, because, again, I mean, if you look at the quarterback they had last year, I mean, it after they, well, it was not last year, but the year before that, you know, what? how long had it been since he had played football? But... <laughs> All of a sudden, it was really good, and it was just because they played that wide-open system, and they had one of the best receivers out there. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So then, of course, you have also Vatek uh, playing Beamer Ball down there. Um, they're they're going to be pretty much good every year as far as what to expect from Virginia Tech. Yeah, I could say a lot of words about that school, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll hold it in for a little bit. i fans, but... Um, and I... You know, I you almost got to wonder how many more years he'll be coaching. That's true. So, um, you know, there's always that rallying around the coach kind of mentality. Um, and again, uh, the where they're located, you know, in their division in their conference, they have a chance every year to go undefeated. Um, oh yeah. So you've always got to count them in somewhere. Um, I'll let you next take the next one. That's for sure. So I mean, we have the next set of five. Fifteen, you have Texas. Fourteen, Clemson. 13, Michigan State, 12, Wisconsin, and 11, your West Virginia Mountaineers. All right. Um, well, I um, Texas, that's interesting um, because, you know, it's been a while, you know. For them, it seems like they've always got to be relevant because mm-hmm. it's Texas. I mean, this is the flagship university of pretty much the football state. Um, they I have mean, their own freaking network. If yes, uh, it's it's kind of insane. They play their high school football games in professional <laughs> stadiums. It is big time there. Um, and uh, I think that with some time, you know, throughout the season, once because I heard they finally picked a starting quarterback just recently mm-hmm. at the end of a uh, training camp, and um. So, I guess now that they've actually decided on starter, um, which a lot of people thought he would take over after the bowl game last year because he played really well. Um, it's I not think Cole McCoy's brother, is it? I know he's like he's in competition for that job, but they didn't go no, with him, I right? Think they, I think it's the other kid. Okay. Um, but now that they actually like pick somebody to have somebody that they can kind of rally around a little bit, you know, there's plenty of talent on that team. They, you know, they get tons of recruits every year that just want to go there because it's texas Mm -hmm. and um obviously their their network gives them a little bit of a recruiting advantage i mean that's why we don't see you know texas a&m anymore right (laughs) 
And um, so I think I don't think they have much to worry about there. Um, I think they'll at, le- at least get to nine or ten wins this season. I really wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson, you still have I think with Taj Boyd and Sammy Watkins there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be dangerous in the ACC. I don't think the uh, the other thing is they have a new defensive coordinator. Mm. Um, I believe that he was let go a few weeks after the Orange Bowl. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they it's hard to spank around something a bit, like yeah. that. And um, but there's plenty of talent still on that team. Offensively, there's a ton of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've just got to shore up that defense. I mean, they just um, th- the last time out, they it wasn't that they didn't have good defensive players. It was just they were out of position so much. Um, and I think it goes back to. You know, getting a new defensive staff in there, retraining the kids. As long as, I don't know if they're completely switching defenses or if they'll keep sort of the same system. I know from personal experience by watching the games that that was the most uh, talented defensive line that WVU went up against all year next to LSU. Mm -hmm. So there's plenty of talent still there. Um, And I think, again, in the ACC, you have a chance. I mean, I I think there's a lot of teams that have a chance. So, um, want to talk about Michigan State? Yeah, sure. Um, Michigan State is a little underrated here. Um, I think they deserve to be higher at this spot. Uh, you do lose Kirk Cousins. You do lose B.J. Cunningham. They're pretty weak at wide receiver. Uh, but Andrew Maxwell is coming in, and he is a kid with a lot of talent. He may have been in the Elite 11. I'm trying to remember if he was, but... He, he's no slouch, that's for sure. And he's oh, no. been studying under that system that Mark D'Antonio has put in place. Uh, Le'Veon Bell at back, you know, they have a pretty good depth at running back, but he's, I think, going to be the, the main star there. Uh, quite talented. Their defense is what really stands out, though. Um, William Golston is a freak of nature. I'd, and, you know, Johnny Adams is one of the top defensive backs in the country. So I think they're going to be a pretty good force to be reckoned with in the Big Ten. And I think... They deserve to be higher than 13. Uh, Wisconsin now, as well. They're also very, very strong. Um, do you have state at home this year? Uh, Michigan does have state at home this year, okay. and they have lost four straight to Michigan State. Yeah, I just, that, it's a key right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that's going to play into that game. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, you also have, you know, Wisconsin's very good. Oh Monty gosh. Ball, um, they're bringing in O'Brien from Maryland, another transfer quarterback one year after Russell Wilson, uh, who came in from NC State. So uh, they're going to be a very, very good team as well. They're always strong on the defensive side of the ball. And how about you talk about your Mountaineers? Oh, um, okay. I just want to make a quick comment. Oh, sure. Did, uh, and ask you a question. Um, so they're bringing in the, the starting quarterback from Maryland from last uh- year? Yeah, it's like no. What's his first name? It's not Davy O'Brien, but like he I must. He have had has like, a, like really curly blonde hair, and yeah. he looks like the guy from um, I can't remember that movie. Yeah, but he he's just got okay. named their starter at Wisconsin. So, um, oh yeah, okay. Well, um, I think that I think he'll take that starting job, um, because he I don't know he almost passed for like four hundred yards against us, mm. um. All right, um, and then also Wisconsin. I mean, they're just they're just monsters. I yep. mean, that's they're that's their style the of football. Big. They just plow you. I mean, they run the ball three times at you, and <laughs> and then they go play action pass. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I don't think I think that again they're one of the top teams in the Big Ten that will absolutely be there until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You don't. I mean, they might even lose a game early and then come back. So um, I I th- honestly think um, those three teams: Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Michigan. It's almost a toss-up for me. Um, yep. I like I like some of the leadership. We'll talk about Michigan in a second mm-hmm. um, with Michigan, but um, yeah, I guess I'll talk about WVU. Um, we have um, our our quarterback uh, Geno Smith. He um, he's up for some awards, and I think he did really well in the first in his first year under Dana Holgerson's uh, system, his new his offensive scheme. And, um, you know, I, honestly, you have to do on the last time you saw somebody play. And I, <laughs> just by watching that last performance we had, again, I don't think Clemson was bad defense at all. Um, you probably couldn't ask for a better performance. It, I, it was about like 70 points they put up, right? Yeah, I I mean, I honestly, we could have probably put up 100. It, it just... Because we weren't re- we weren't running the same pace of the offense that we usually run. Usually, it's a lot close. It's like a like a almost like you're going in a jet the entire time. Mm-hmm. You're going at a ha- fast pace, and they can call the plays just in the huddle. Um, but I I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, one of the players that a lot of people are calling I don't know one of the those exciting type players like like. Uh, when you watch Bernard Robinson mm-hmm. uh, in the past, he's one of those players that, you know... Oh, he's, he's still there, so it's not just in the past. No, I'm just saying, like, the year that, you know, when he wasn't hurt, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, he just has that feel to him that any moment he could, you know, break a tackle and go 70 yards for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. We have one of those players, um, Tavon Austin. He's... um what you would call like a multi-threat receiver, um, returns, kicks, punts, you know, we do little reverses with him and we do these little forward pitches that are considered a pass. Um, so if they drop it, it's not a fumble, which right. is nice. Um, and he's just, I, I mean, just from watching, he's really exciting. And, um, even if you don't even know who the team is, it's fun to watch. I'll tell you that. Um, and I, I think we'll do okay. Um, I think we'll adjust all right to that conference. I was just randomly looking up statistics the other day, and we have a winning record against every single team that we're playing this year, wow. which is nice to know. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like our coaching staff is very well adjusted to the Big 12 just because almost every single person on the staff has experience in that league. Um which will really help with recruiting. We're finally getting players from out west, which we've never done in the past. Usually, all our recruiting is done, you know, in the surrounding states and um, DC metro area, but mainly in Florida. That's where we get most of our players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, obviously, you know, it's kind of like a forced push. We kind of had to go. Um, and I'll, I'll miss, I'll tell you one thing, I'll miss basketball season. Yeah. But it'll be a lot easier on us now. Um, and um, 
I, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I, the only thing I'm going to miss is I'm not going to get to go to any away games. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah. That's so far away. I, I yeah. looked at the map, and it's ridiculous. I had totally yes. forgotten that West Virginia made the move to the Big 12. I mean, and TCU I, makes sense. That's why some people were saying, oh, make Louisville the 11th team, you know, like, go out and get another team out, you know, in the East. But uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Big East football right now is a joke. Like, exa- I mean, they, they lost their bid. They no longer have an automatic bid into BCS, which is something we'll actually talk about. So, you know, to get into a bowl game, they need that at-large berth. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Arkansas. Yeah, so at 10, you have Arkansas. 9, South Carolina. 8, Michigan. 7, Florida State. And 6, Georgia. Ooh. Uh, Arkansas will be very good. The Tyler Wilson. Um, God, I even remember the days when you know, Ryan Mallett transferred from Michigan to Arkansas and had that <laughs> career. Uh, South Carolina, I, I don't know what to think about them. Uh, you know, Spurrier has done a good job, but it's been a slow adaptation. And now they have Clowney on the defensive line, so like they'll they'll be you know pretty set there. They have Marcus Lattimore, I think, at at back. Um, I think he's still there. Yes. So yes. I mean. They'll they'll be they'll be pretty strong. Uh, I'll save my thoughts on Michigan for a little bit. Uh, Florida State will be quite good, I think. Uh, mm. Very strong defense. Um, I just got a feeling about them. And Georgia's also really I've got a good you know hunch on Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have Aaron Murray, you know coming back, he's now in his you know junior year, so he's going to have quite the experience. And uh, they did lose their halfback, and I'm trying to remember his name. But if if you saw that SEC championship game against LSU, like they hung tight with LSU for a long time, they are solid. On I was defense. proud of them. Yeah, it was it was a good fight. They didn't just let LSU walk into that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'll let you you know have some comments before I talk about Michigan. Um. Okay. Um. Again, Arkansas. Um. Familiar with the coach. He was at Louisville for a number of years. Um, and, uh, you know, he really brought that program to where it is. Um, and then uh, dropped off for a while, but I think it's getting back to where it was. Um, you know, he's he's known for his kind of prol- prolific offenses, basically. Um, and I think that if they can sure up that defense because... I mean, you've basically the SEC, how it always used to be was, you know, if you had, you know, a stonewall defense mm-hmm. and you could win the game three to two, um, which is kind of how the Big Ten used to be, too. That's right. But um, but now, I mean, it's completely changed. Offenses have changed so much today and, um, you know, they can still He's still he's still got that great offensive mind, and he gets quarterbacks to come there. I mean, because he they know that in that system, there's a good chance that they'll have a chance at the NFL. So he can use that as a recruiting tactic, and uh, I think they'll be fine. I mean, it's just such a tough league. It really is. I mean, you you just talked about Arkansas, and then you got to talk about Georgia, and yeah. you're not, you haven't even talked about probably the two best teams in the conference. So. That's right. Um, also South Carolina. I think the thing with them, that's 
they have the opposite problem. They can't get a quarterback to come there for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> he he. I mean, as we all know, we we know what Spurrier's done in the past. Mm-hmm. With uh, I mean, he's done some great. He did some great things at Florida. Danny Werfel. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, they basically. I think they have everything but the quarterback still. Sounds um, about right. Yeah. It's, Although they lost Alshon Jeffrey. He's so quick to pull a quarterback, too. I mean, I've never seen a coach pull a quarterback. <laughs> it's like a basketball coach pulling people for yeah. making a bad shot. If you throw one interception, you're done for the whole game. <laughs> and, and I think that's the problem. They can't... He's so quick to pull the trigger that it hurts the confidence of the guys that are playing. Um, but I think they have pretty much everything else, and I think they'll be right there with everybody else. I think the problem is... There are other teams in that league that have everything, pretty much. So, um, I mean, there are teams in that league that could bring in a freshman quarterback and probably dominate any other conference. So, right. it, I, I think they've got to rely on their defense and running game again, um, which is what they have. So, it'll be interesting. Um, and we come to your school, Michigan Wolverines. Uh-huh. Um. And I like their chances in their conference a lot. Um, I think I think it's may I say I also really like the the new hire mm. that they have there. I I never felt like the last guy they had was a good fit. Uh, you know, Brady, they've, got, they've got Brady I, Brady Hope I, there right now. Yeah, I just and, I don't feel like that was a good fit at all. Um, and it really no, it really doesn't even have anything to do with. My past relationship yeah, with, with Rich Rodriguez, right, right. Yes. Um, yeah, he ran a great offense at West Virginia, but that's yeah. not Big Ten football, and so yeah, that's I mean, locked him out in Arizona now. Yeah, you've got to have, you've really got to have the players, and it's got to, everything's kind of got to work, and I don't know, you've, but in that league, in that league, you still have to have a decent enough defense to be able to hold the other team and um that's what he's that's what the new coach is starting to do that's the reason they made the hire uh-huh. because that's his specialty that's what he's his background is in well, last year they also got greg madison from the baltimore ravens who had yeah. you know, experience in the nfl um greg robinson was not doing too hot running a three three five. uh in a league that is dependent on the running game exactly like, so uh, you know they they did quite well last year at times. You know they may have given up some points in the first half, but they well, one of the things Michigan Michigan excelled at last year was uh, second half adjustments. Yes, like, I mean it was especially in the game against Nebraska. Like the final score, I think it was something like forty five seventeen, but that game was close in the first half. They just locked Nebraska down in the second half, and it was remarkable. It's 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 very nice to see coaches that are good at adjusting because those are the ones that will be around the longest. Um, because it really doesn't matter what you did in the first half as long as you come out in the second half and just completely change what you're doing if it's not working. So I always thought um, those are the coaches I like the most because they you know they know how to adjust to what is going on. Mm-hmm. If something's not working, they're not going to just keep running the same play. While we're, on, right. While we're on the topic of Michigan, though, um, I, I need to mention that there was a voter out there. I believe he's you know stationed in Illinois, 
If you look at this AP Top 25 <laughs> poll, you have first place votes for four of our top five teams. And then you have Michigan at number eight with one vote. This guy with an AP vote decided to give Michigan a first place vote. <laughs> there must be drugs involved. I'm sorry. I love my team. But there are problems at Michigan that you just cannot compare them to a number one seed. Um, their offense, while it can be absolutely stellar, has problems becoming not so much. I, like it, it has times where they're very on and then they are so far off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also lost six of their nine linemen, you know, both on off- offense and defense. I mean, you had David Mulk, who was an All-American center. You, I mean, you still have their left tackle, but also they had uh, Mike Martin, who is the nose tackle on defense, and he went in about you know, the third round. He was he was a monster. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, positions like that, like it's really important, especially in the Big Ten, in the trenches. That's really really important. They run a three four or a... um, well, gosh, I think they do run a three four. Okay. Yeah. You said nose tackle size. Right. right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they run a three four, I believe. Um. But you also, I mean, they've had injury problems. It has not been a good offseason for Michigan. And, uh, you know, when we get to our first episode of the show and we'll talk about the matchups, uh, this is not a good time to be drawing Alabama as your first game. Mm-mm. So no, no. so I do have high hopes for Michigan, but uh, to make them a number one, you know, vote them number one at the beginning of the year, the guy had backwards knowledge. He was like, Oh, Michigan had you know good momentum. You know they beat Nebraska and then they beat Ohio State finally, and then they won their bowl games. So I just got a hunch. Alabama won a freaking national championship. Yeah, that that game early in the year. That's probably. I mean, that's probably the biggest championship season killer thing I've ever seen. It that I I don't think anybody wants to play Alabama. I mean, what kind of momentum does Alabama have, though? It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, there are so many things. Like, he's just all like, oh, well, if I'm wrong, we'll find out soon enough. Like, now, just... if Alabama was maybe maybe late on the schedule or not even on the schedule, I could, I could see that easily. Well, there are trends really? where Alabama struggles in the first game. Um, so, like, there is that, oh, that glimmer of hope for the total Michigan slappy. But, you know, we, we won't get into that right now. Um Michigan is going to be a, a good team this year, uh, but they also have, like, Ohio State's on the road, Nebraska's on the road, Notre Dame's on the road, uh, you have Alabama, Michigan State is at home, and then you have other games like Northwestern, Iowa, Illinois are at home. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the best, you know, at-home schedule. Your tough games are on the road. It's going to be... I think a little difficult for Michigan. It's anyway. always nice to have that player, though. It's I mean, true. It's, it, all, it, it's all about Denard Robinson. No, it, it really is. And honestly, that might be the reason that number one is beside there. I, I mean, so, someone might think that he's going to have one of the... I mean, he's already done it before. He's already had one of the greatest seasons of any player ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not impossible to think that he could do it again. Uh, he's had very... You know, frustrating moments where he throws mm-hmm. those so poorly timed interceptions. But I have seen many moments of brilliance. So that that is Notre Dame. <laughs> there's reason to <laughs> that hope. Was Notre Dame was quite the game last year. 
Uh, and, I mean, yeah, Florida State and Georgia. Let's get to the top five finally. I don't want to spend forever talking about all these breaking <laughs> oh, down. i got to okay. get to the predictions. Well, Florida State, um, since they are no longer on our schedule, um, I, I really like their chances, um, especially in that league. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have just um, – I actually know the offensive line coach there. He used to coach here, and I played football with his son. Mm. And he's probably the meanest football coach I've ever met. Wow. But he's – I mean, not off the field. He's extremely nice, but I've never heard someone use that kind of language. (laughs) I mean, he would make sailors cry the way that he talks to his linemen, but he makes them tough as nails. And I mean, that's where that's where it all starts. And um, that combined with being in Florida, I mean, what better recruiting tool for Florida is that? Yeah. Um, They're just loaded. I mean... For the league that they're in, they are so loaded. I mean, if they're in a different different league, it might be a little bit tougher. But if they don't win their league, I might I'd be extremely surprised. Um, it'll it will be considered a disappointment. Um, and I was really looking forward to like getting a matchup with them because we have some history, and I thought it would be really fun. But uh, when we switched conferences, it just wouldn't fit into the schedule anymore. Yep, so. Realignment. Yeah, but um. And Georgia? Georgia's going to be good. Georgia. I I think, if anything, that is one of the schools that could s- screw up all the predictions for the entire SEC. Um, because they, I mean, they, they played so well last year. Um, and not many people thought they would. And... Um, their coach has a lot of experience, um, and um, a lot of experience also on the hot seat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but he's he's one of those guys that um, I think does better when everybody cuts, counts him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're extremely talented. I mean, I, I feel like I say that for every single school in the SEC, but uh, um. They'll be right up there with uh, those two other teams that we'll talk about here yep. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Five, you have Oregon. Uh, four, Oklahoma. Three, LSU. Two, Abiabalamalamalama. <laughs> and number one, USC. Uh, Oregon. Yeah, Chip Kelly as the coach. Uh, they've gone through some personnel changes as far as players on the field. Uh, but they're still very talented. I think was again Demarius Thomas. I think is the guy's name. At running back, he's going to be really strong. Um, but they're going through some quarterback changes as well. Um, or Oregon is just very good right now. Um, they'll be a tough test in the Pac-12. Oh yeah. Um, Oklahoma Landry Jones at quarterback. Um, you have Mike Stoops coming in. I think he's running the defense along yep. with you know Bob Stoops as the head coach. Um, they're also rather loaded. Uh, LSU, no more honey badger for Brent Musburger to talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tyron Matthew getting into some drug issues, but they have beasts on the defensive line. Oh Their gosh. big question is quarterback. Um, I, th- I think that might be where they struggle a little bit some on the offensive side of things. So I think 
I think they're a little highly ranked, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Alabama is also going through a lot of defensive turnover. Uh, you still have A.J. McCarron at quarterback, who showed that he can be competent yep. as, you know, when they won that national championship game, which is still ridiculous because they didn't even win a division. That's insane. What is wrong with you, BCS? <laughs> um, but USC is stacked on offense. You have a team that, you know, they came back for the sole purpose that now they can qualify for uh, the postseason. Matt Barkley, a quarterback. Uh, you have Marquise Lee and Robert Woods on wide receiver. Like, it, it doesn't get much better as far as a receiving core as opposed to, you know, just one player. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll, be, they'll be tough. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, um, Oregon, um, I'm... And I've actually followed them like for a couple years now. I, I really enjoy watching um, Chip Kelly's offenses. Play. Now, is, now is it also because of the Nike uniforms? Well, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, some of those are the most hideous things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, it's it's. I guess it's in a way. I guess it gives them a great recruiting advantage to say, "Oh, you know, like we get all this stuff from Nike, just because you know you have this relationship with the guy who owns it." But um, and uh, you, everybody talks about how, like you know, especially like the older people when they see that, they're all like, "Oh, kids these days." <laughs> well, you know, a lot of those kids like that. They really like that. Oh, yeah. and so they see that on TV and they're just like, that might be one of the reasons they decide where they want to go to school. Oh, yeah. The Nike Pro Combat <laughs> uniforms. Exactly. I mean, Michigan State had a ridiculous one last year against Michigan. It was, you know, dark green and bronze. Yeah. Because of the Spartans. What is your profession? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Some of them are really great. Wacky. But, you know, yeah, the kids, like, uh, I don't know about the, the Maryland ones, though. Those were a bit much. And now Notre Dame has crazy uniforms when they have that game the first week in Ireland against Navy. Uh, those are quite the uniforms as well with the Irish flag shoes and everything. Hmm. Really you know, that actually makes me kind of wonder, um, just on that topic, is... Um, I wonder if Penn State will actually, like, I don't know if that was, like, a personal thing with the school or if that was, like, Joe Paterno's thing where they just didn't, they wore those uniforms and they did not do anything else, especially without having the names on them. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many schools do that. I heard that they're having some, you know, special uniforms this year. I mean, aside from, you know, what is, like, the the light blue ribbon on it for, you know, child abuse and all that. But I I think they're having some sort of different... I kind of wondered about that because, um... They, you know, you've they've never had names on their uniforms. Mm-hmm. They've never had flashy uniforms or anything. Um, but it works just, for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. I was on Oregon. Um, you know, um, they're always. I mean, if you go by the past couple years, they've just dominated that conference. Um, and they do it with offense. I mean, they do it with all kinds of offense. I mean. There was a point where people thought they were going to break the points record. Um, was it two years? Was it two years ago? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's, um, you know, sort of a system um, where the quarterback has to make the right decision, kind of thing. Um, 
And um, but you do have the it, defense to back it up too. Oh no, yeah. Um, with all their high rankings, their national championship appearance, uh, the Nike stuff, they're getting better defensive recruits. Um, a lot better defensive recruits. And um, I think if they can sure up, I mean, if they can, ha- if they had a good defense, I'd be scary. I because again, it's one of those systems where somebody misses a tackle and some guy is scoring and it's 80 or like it it's just you've got to because for a while you know for a couple years we ran a similar system we didn't throw the ball as much but it was a lot of zone reads same with at michigan Mm -hmm. um implemented parts of that offense and um it's scary some of the stuff that happens and i mean it it just terrifies opponents but the thing is there their offense is so much more wide open than that um you know, it's not just bubble screens. It's, you know, they're throwing post routes, you know, on second and three. Like, it's yeah. it's wild. Um, and then you got all the, the trick plays. And I've got to say, I've never seen, I've never been such a fan of a team that does uh, two-point conversions like they do. It's just, it <laughs> it's just fun to watch. I mean, because you're expecting them to kick the ball and they just scored two points. Um so, you know, they'll always be there. They'll, them and USC will battle it out this year for, I mean, they definitely will. Um, you might even see it twice, which I think a lot of people hope will happen. Um, because that's primetime TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, on to Oklahoma, um, I'm, you know, they are loaded. Um, it seems like you say that every single year too with them. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I kind of hope their season gets spoiled a little bit. Um, and in a way, I could see it happening. Um, because I, I think that the... I think even though they're really talented, I think... And even without a primetime, like, out-of-conference game, um, they... I don't, I don't see them being maybe, like, the undefeated type, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um... But it could happen. Um, I mean, that's the reason they're ranked so high. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Um, and, you know, a, a great quarterback um, will be a high draft pick. Um, Even with that stash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Born yeah. star stash. <laughs> um, on to LSU. Um, they are ranked extremely high. Um, and in their conference, I'm kind of surprised that they are ranked that high. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think people, I think a lot of people think they're still the same team from last year. And while they have some key players, they're not, they're not nearly going to be that good. Um, and you know, it all goes back to the quarterback, which they don't really have. Um, and uh, I, I honestly think that was still a little bit of the difference in last year. I don't, I don't think they necessarily had – they had a couple quarterbacks and they couldn't really decide which one they wanted mm-hmm. to use. And um, indecision in coaches with starting quarterbacks, as much as, like, we hate to say that it, like, causes a problem, it really does. Um, it's, 
it'd be great to have your backup be just as good as your starter, but it doesn't always happen. And um, I think once you make the decision, you've got to stick with it, and you can't just go switching quarterbacks around. I'll tell um, you though, as if anyone's going to be gutsy, like just pure gutsy, it's grass eaten less miles. Oh like, yes, I mean it's going to be fourth and sixteen. And he's gonna go for the touchdown, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be on the fifty-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> and the field goal would have won it. I, you true. know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but um, and then we we come to uh, last year's national champion, um, who the you elephants. Know, I, you know, I a lot of people didn't want to see that national championship uh, game. I was one of them. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the thing is, though, um, you usually don't have that situation. You usually don't have uh, two teams that are, you know, that good in one conference. Now it seems to happen every year. Um, And... I don't know. I, it's almost like it's one of those. It's another reason that eventually we're going to have a sort of playoff. Mm-hmm. That'll be next year. Yeah, um, but I mean, honestly, after the way that they handled LSU in that game, you, you can't say that they weren't the best team. They mm-hmm. clearly were because I I don't think it would have mattered who they played. Um, but I know that there were a lot of other teams out there that really wanted a shot at them, um, and. Again, sort of playoff soon. <laughs> um, again, like I said earlier, I wouldn't want to play Alabama mm-hmm. if I was anybody. Um, just because um, I don't think they they only I don't think they just have the edge on the field. They're I mean their coach is probably as good as it gets. He. Um, he jumps ship a lot, but Nick Saban no, oh, is exactly, quite the coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, it would in a way it would kind of suck to have him as your coach because you're not sure if he's going to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. But wherever he goes, in you know, in the college game, he's successful, um, and it it doesn't take long. I mean, uh, what was it his first year? Didn't he go to a BCS game with Alabama? I think so yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it doesn't take long and I think I think he'll always have the the edge over LSU. Um I think he's mentally in their heads at that school. Mm-hmm. Um so in in that in in that matter of fact thinking, I think that LSU isn't going to be something they have to worry about so much this year. I actually look at Georgia to be more of a a challenge for them. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do they play Georgia this year though? Oh, that's a good uh, question. I'm not sure. I'll look well, it up while you talk about USC. Okay. Well, they you know they play. They all play each other almost. Right. Anyways, but um. So basically, what I'm saying there is Alabama's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they deserve that ranking. Then we come to USC. Um, they are extremely excited to be able to go to a bowl game again. Um. And you know they've been loading up. 
Um, they've been getting some good players. They're still dealing. They're still. I think they're still down a little bit in the scholarship department, but they've done well with what they have. And um, there's no reason not to put them up that high. Um, you know, it again. If you go and you look at like leadership, they have Matt Barkley. Um, he's very good. Um, a lot of talent around them. Wide receivers. Um, and I think the, the I think the only question mark that I would have with them is their defense, um, and I think it's going to be a lot better than it was, um, but I still don't think it's to that level that we're used to seeing past USC defenses, where it was just like, you know, everybody's an all American on that line in the linebacker core, mm-hmm. um, and I think that when they play the teams that you know, force you to make decisions in space, they're still going to suffer. So I think they're still going to have to outscore people. Um, yeah. And I think they can do that in a way. Um, it's just uh, some of the games are going to be tough. They they absolutely cannot drop a game they're supposed to win um, because I think Oregon's going to be right there on their tails. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got to make sure that they make it to that championship game, you know, Um but I, I could still see, because they have that championship game, I could still see a one-loss USC getting into the national championship game. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, all the again, all those SEC schools have to play each other. It is extremely ra- rare to see them undefeated. Um, and I don't think we'll see two SEC schools in the national championship game again. God, I hope not. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um I think they deserve that ranking, and um, I guess that's it. Yep. Alabama does not play Georgia in the regular season. Well, then that extreme that benefits them a lot. Yes. Well, let's get to our predictions. This is what everyone's waiting for. You've gone through all the talk as we, you know, talk up the top twenty-five in the AP. Uh, you know, I put out this little outline for us to share, and then we make our own copies. We have not shared this with each other. Mm-hmm. So any similarities are just that by chance, and there may be some extreme differences. But this is something for us to come back to and say, ha, we're geniuses, or man, you guys were stupid. So let's start in the Big East. Um, Just a brutal conference right now with Cincy, UConn, Louisville, (laughs) Pitt, Rutgers, South Florida, and Syracuse. Who do you have winning the Big East? I have... The Louisville Cardinals. Hmm. I have Pitt. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I picked Pitt, but Pitt usually does pretty well in the Big East. Um, well, they do have a new first-year coach because mm-hmm. Todd Graham left for uh, Arizona State, I believe, mm-hmm. after one year of coaching. Right. I guess he just loved it there in Pittsburgh. Plus, they don't get to play the backyard brawl, so... Well, I guess that's, that's to their advantage. Game they'll win. That's maybe, to their right? advantage. <laughs> uh, why no, I Louisville, can see, though? I can see uh, South Florida, too. Um, mm-hmm. There's talent there. Yeah. Why, uh, why Louisville, out of curiosity? Oh, um, well, like I was saying before, he, uh, bringing in a real, I mean, best recruiting class there is in that conference that's still there. Um he gets a lot of players out of Florida because he has connections down there. And I don't think I've seen it. 
I feel like they've actually gotten more four and five star DB recruits there than some of like the schools that get everybody. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about like top ten schools every year in recruiting. He is just that defense is going to be loaded um, with so much talent that there's no way they can't be good, especially in that league. That's it's. I mean, honestly, it's just not that strong. Um, it's, it's suffering. Yeah. So life support. I, I think rely on defense. And again, that uh, the court, the quarterback they have there, young, dual threat quarterback. Hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I just I think they're the most complete team that's in the league. Right. I'm gonna go with my gut with Pitt. It's it's a terrible reasoning, but honestly, <laughs> the Big East does not deserve my time and attention when. You lose so many members, and you're down to 17. <laughs> It'd be nice to see Rutgers. <laughs> it would be. It Poor would Rutgers. be. Uh, let's get to the ACC. You have the Atlantic Division with Boston College, Maryland, NC State, Wake, Clemson, and Florida State. The Coastal Division with Virginia, Vatech, Duke, UNC, Georgia Tech, and Miami. Let's get to the Atlantic Division. I have Florida State. I don't think it'll be that close, although Clemson will probably be nipping at their heels. And don't count on NC State either. NC State had a good end of the season last year. Uh, they should be pretty strong, but Florida State has to take that division. Just has to. Oh, yeah. Um, I also picked Florida State. I'd like to see Maryland good because we get to play them, and I, just, I always like to have good games between us, but they just, they've been so poor recently over the past couple of years that... Um, I don't. I don't really see that happening. I, there's still a lot of talent on that Clemson team. Um, mm-hmm. I think they'll surprise some people who, um, you know, because they are just a new defensive staff. Um, but it's all offense there. I mean, that's what they got to do. That's what they have. Um, that's where most of their star players are. Um, yeah, Maryland just doesn't, you know, symmetry in the helmet. Oh no, that. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Yeah, Clemson will be good. So yeah, we both have Florida State Coastal Division. Uh, I think it's Vatech. Uh, oh yeah, I, I have them there. Uh, Don't George- count Duke out. Yeah, no, right. You got to win some games. Uh, UNC, I believe, is on a, a probation. Yep. Postseason ban or whatever with their academic uh, issues that they had. Uh, Georgia Tech running the triple option. I think they'll be all right. Uh, Miami, I'm waiting for the the ball to drop on Miami oh, and the boosters. I think they're going to be pretty leveled oh, yeah. um th- that won't be pretty i think it's virginia mm-hmm. tech coming out of that and i have florida state as the acc champion winning that championship game um i just think they're so good uh they, like they are i think they're under a lot of pressure uh mm-hmm. to win at least the acc oh yeah um they better <laughs> because they've they've been disappointing as far as expectations the past few years and i think they got to Right, the and ship. if you if you look at their, um, you know, obviously a lot of times, whenever they rank the rec- recruiting classes, when you rank like the top, when you get to like the top fifteen, you could switch those teams around. But really, I mean, if you've watched the recruiting classes over the year, which is something that I, I sometimes do, because mm-hmm. I look at all the rankings, you know, they're different on different sites. But Florida State has finished in the top five in the recruiting classes the past five years. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be, they've got to be loaded. I mean, there's, there's got to be guys that are backups that are like five-star players, you know? I yeah. mean, 
and it, it, I think it's all on that defensive line. Um, if their defensive line can just manhandle everybody, which I expect them to, um, which is one of the reasons I was like scared that we might have to play them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they'll have any trouble with that league at all. Yeah. Yeah. You also have Florida oh. State winning. Yes, um, I picked Virginia Tech for the Coastal, but I think mm-hmm. uh, Florida State will beat them. All right, so we have that clear across the board. Pac-12, the North, you have Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Wasu, uh, Cal, and Stanford. And I'm picking Oregon there. Uh, mm-hmm. That one won't be close. Although Washington, uh, I think, is a surprising up-and-comer. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'm... Isn't, um, isn't, um, oh, what's his name? He was, he was at Texas Tech for the longest time. Is it Colin Klein? No, the coach. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, um. Mike Gundy? Mike Leach? No, not Mike Gundy. Mike Leach. Um, isn't he at Washington State? Yeah, I think no. he is. That'll be interesting in a couple of years. Um, but, uh, I also have Oregon in the North, um, the it's it's going to be extremely tough for any of those teams to keep up. Um, I think Stanford might might you know surprise some people, and um, honestly, some of the Stanford Oregon games over the past couple of years have been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they no longer have Andrew Luck, and um, it's a pretty big game all, changer. Yeah, in all seriousness, he was this. This past year, he was NFL quarterback playing in the college. Um, so uh, I don't think they'll be able to keep up, and Oregon should win that league by a couple games. Mm-hmm. In the South, you have Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, UCLA, and USC. And I'm going with USC. Uh, again, that is not going to be pretty. Although Utah has always been surprised in the past few years. Yeah, that's right, Utah. I keep forgetting that yeah, they're there. Yeah, Colorado and Utah, they were the last year. Um, but, wow, I mean, with the talent USC has, they should win that handily. Oh, yes. Um, and, um, which is another, they, they, they better not give up a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because there will be a lot of mad people if that happens. Um, but I, yes, I also have USC, um, winning that division. And I think that, uh, of those, I, I hope Arizona falls off (laughs) the side of the United States or something. Rich Rod. Uh, Yeah. But I actually, um, have a friend who is going to grad school there now. Uh Aha. and he went to WVU, so he said he's going to wear his uh, WVU gear to every game. And <laughs> he said it'll be grading papers, so he'll put little flying WVs on people's papers. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Utah might, you know, I could maybe see them making one of the Pac-12's uh, bowl games, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, what about that championship game with Oregon and USC? For prediction's sake. Okay, so they play they play once already, right? Yeah. During the regular season? Pretty sure they do. I see USC winning the first matchup. Hmm. But I see Oregon winning the second time. Interesting. I'm going vice versa. Um, 
I have USC doing pretty well this year. So I think that's just one we'll have to agree to disagree. And if it shows up there, we play this clip back and let the games begin. Yep. Let's get to the Big Ten, my home conference. <laughs> the stupidest name divisions of all time. <laughs> the leaders and the legends. Sounds like golf tournaments. <sighs> golf tournaments? Yeah, a little bit. In the leaders division, you know, because they couldn't have just gone with east or west or north and south. You have Penn State, Ohio State, Purdue, mm. Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Who do you have? I have Wisconsin in the leaders division. Mm. So do I. Um, I think Ohio State has a chance to make a run there. Uh, but I think Wisconsin, uh, with the talent that they have, should be able to handle that div- division well again. Obviously, Penn State is out of the running. Yep. For the next four years, so no can do there. Uh, Purdue might surprise some people. Uh, Illinois has some potential with the. Uh, they pronounce his last name so weird. Their quarterback's name is Nathan Shieldhouse. Yeah. Or at least that's how they say it on TV, Shieldhouse. But it's it's more like Shieldhasse. <laughs> it's like S C H E E L H A A S E, and it's a Shieldhouse. He is a Shield. House. Um, yeah, Indiana is just not going to be good, though. I mean, they had that whole mess with uh, Gunnar Keel. Yeah. Who was like their, oh my goodness, like five-star quarterback finally coming to Indiana. Oh, wait, he's going to LSU. No, wait, he's going to Notre Dame. So that was kind of a bit crushing for them. They're usually checked out till basketball season. Okay. Yeah. No, they'll be fine in basketball. Oh, yeah. But uh, and we'll be talking about that one once that season rolls around. But uh, yeah, Indiana not so much in football. So both of us have Wisconsin now in the Legends Division. It's Michigan, Michigan mm-hmm. State, Minnesota, Minnesota, <laughs> uh, Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern. Hmm. I have much tougher Michigan State winning the Legends Division. Hmm. Uh, this division is going to come down to the Michigan-Michigan State game mm-hmm. in mid-October. There's no question. Uh, Northwestern and Nebraska will put up a fight. Uh, Minnesota's awful. Iowa is, I don't think it's as good as some people claim, but the state of Michigan has the two powers in this conference right now. Mm-hmm. And Michigan has lost four straight to Michigan State. They do have the game at home this year. I think there is potential for Michigan to win. Man, I hope they win so badly. But as far as prediction state goes, prediction state goes, uh, you know, on the X's and O's side of things, I have to give it to Michigan State this year. Um, it, it's it's tough to say, honestly. And as a result, I do have Michigan State being the Big Ten champion uh, in the rematch from last year that they lost to Wisconsin. Okay. So, all of my state friends are I would, would be happy I say that. And Michigan, like I, I've, I have the highest hopes. I just think it'll be a bit of a down year. Hmm. Realistically speaking, that's what I think. Okay. What about you in the Legends division? Well, I actually have Michigan. 
Man, I'm glad you have confidence. Um, you know, it, again, it really, I, I think, I, I personally think that Denard Robinson's going to have an amazing year. And I think he's going to have to have an amazing year if they want to win the Big Ten. That is a true um, statement. And I think you might see some magic. Um, and, you know, which could great. I mean, that kind of position. Um, I'm not saying, you know, they'll necessarily go undefeated or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that... If they he, do, I'll dookie my pants. <laughs> I think that... Um, I think that... I think he'll do enough for his team, you know, one last time to uh to at least win them, you know, their division. Um and I guess for the next part, their league. Wow. Um wow. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think that that I think that that I don't know. It, I think you might see some. I, that might be the best Michigan Michigan State game that you'll see in a long time. Oh, I I do agree with that. Um, yeah. The last few years, it has not been that close. As, I think he if, wants. I think he wants a little bit of revenge. Is what I'm saying. He's he's hungry. He's gonna. Yes, I up. think that he's, he's going to just literally put the team on his back. On his back, bro. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, right, the Big Twelve does not have twelve members this year, so they do not have a championship game like they have in the past with divisions of North and South. Mm-hmm. So they have Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, TCU, Texas Christian University, uh, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I have Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I I do think West Virginia is going to have a really good year with that offense that's just electric. But I think Oklahoma is the more well-balanced team. And you better be oh, getting tickets. Stacked. You better be getting tickets to that game in Morgantown. Already got them. Where they come and play West Virginia. That's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah. Uh, I have Oklahoma winning the Big 12, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Oklahoma winning the Big 12. Um. I I don't think that they'll go undefeated though. Um, I think um, what will eventually happen um, when that all works down in the place and the season's over is I think um, you know obviously I think we might be there competing with them at, until the end of the year, but I think that we might drop a game, mm-hmm. uh, drop a game that a lot of people think that we shouldn't. Um, but I do think we might hand Oklahoma their only loss. That is um, a possibility, yeah. Because I, I, I just, when you look at their schedule, who else is going to beat them? I, honestly, like if if we don't, they're probably in the national championship game. Um. So, I, I, th- I think that we have the best chance, and I think, uh, I think the a lot of the Big Twelve fans will find out what. It's like to play in Morgantown too. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. It's All right. like an SEC school. I mean, that, I mean, at least the way we tell you and stuff. But. Well, that's a clever segue because we're now <laughs> at the SEC. Exactly. Last uh, conference to predict. In the West, you have Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi, Mississippi State. I was trying to go between MSU, but like that's usually Michigan State here. So Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M. Uh, I have Alabama winning the West. They're mm-hmm. going to be very good. I don't think LSU is as good as everyone's saying they will be. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas will be all right. But aside from that, uh, it's Alabama, I think, pretty clearly in the West. Oh, yeah. Um, I also have Alabama. Um, and, you know, I mean... Again, um, Texas A&M is going to wish that they had stayed there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, Arkansas will give them a tough time. Um, I, I, I think Arkansas will give them a lot more of a difficult time than LSU will. Um, yep, Alabama for West. The East, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mizzou, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vandy. Uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I have Georgia winning the East, and Missouri is going to be really good. I think uh, South Carolina is going to be very good, but Georgia. I, I've got a feeling about Georgia this year. I like what you said though about Missouri. They are going to be good. Um, they're just not going to be used to getting hit this hard. I mean, <laughs> they're not going to be used to these defenses. Um, it really, it still is a different style of play down there, um, down south. And um, I have cousins there, so I also have to be pulling for them. Oh yeah, well, I, I'm just saying it. Yeah. It's, and I think they might. I think they'll surprise some people. I think they might even get to a bowl game, which in the SEC, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, you get to a bowl game in the SEC. Congratulations. Um. But I yeah I've got Georgia, too. Um, I think they're clearly the best team in their division. Mm-hmm. Um, Who do you have in that championship game? Um, oh, in the SEC the, championship. Oh, I have uh, Alabama versus Georgia. Right, and who do you have winning? Uh, I have Alabama. Ah, oh, see, I'm going Georgia. Yeah, uh, I've. I think that Georgia can pull the upset. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they don't play each other. That would, that the year. would be an upset. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't care what the rankings are. That would be huge. I think they can spring the upset. I hope that happens. So, That'd be great. Yes, yeah, so I'm going Georgia and the SEC. Now, before all the bulls kick in, this is an, a very ultimate crapshoot. Like from here on out, so it's tough to take stock in it. But if we nail it, go us. Who do you have winning the Heisman Trophy? I have Landry Jones of Oklahoma. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I have Monty Ball out of Wisconsin. That's also a very good pick. I think he was robbed last oh, year no. when you tie Barry Sanders' touchdown record in a single season and you get like fourth mm-hmm. in the Heisman voting. I think he's also gonna he's gonna have a really strong year. Um, as I I wish it's Denard Robinson, but I can't. <laughs> Put Denard Robinson there without jinxing anything. He might be up there at the end of the year. It just depends. At least it's, if he goes to the ceremony, that's all I'm hoping for. We, you know, um, while we're talking about this, I uh, last year I thought was really interesting with how it ended up happening. I mean, I I can't complain about 
who they gave it to because I mean he's he was their team basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually you don't see a team with that many losses, right? Heisman winner. Um, That's very true. And so you didn't have to work like you know people going into the championship game. Those were just a bunch of really complete teams. They didn't have uh, one player that stood out. They had a bunch of really good players. I absolutely think Andrew Luck deserved that Heisman instead of RG three. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I mean that's that was probably another reason that he came back. You know. Yeah. Um, and um, well, no, I mean it was last year, and he got what runner up the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, it just I thought it was really interesting because you usually don't see something like that. And I think I really do think that, you know, we fall in love with these these guys who basically just take over mm-hmm. um, because that's like a lot of times that's what we exemplify in the Heisman. It's like the one person. And even if it's not like like while I like I think that I think that. Andrew Luck has probably better leadership qualities and will make a better like NFL quarterback and stuff in the college game. You know, you could be like a, a dual threat guy and just like take over a game and that sometimes ends up working out better for your team. Hmm. Like a lot of times you'll see quarterback duels and you'll see like, you know, the guy that just completely took over the game when even though the other guy like had a much better completion percentage all this other stuff it's just because he had that kind of like it factor kind of thing yeah while andrew luck is a much more polished player um you know and you know i really like him a lot i like his dad too Mm -hmm. but um i think that it's it was just that it i think that's what kind of wowed voters it was the it factor yeah Baylor did something they hadn't done in a really long time, and it was because of him. So I think that's what you'll see. Like, you'll, you always have a few players on that list that they get there because of that. Oh, you don't know. You never know when. And, and that, in a, in a way, I think Denard Robinson's like one of those players. He has leadership qualities, mm-hmm. but he could also just take over a game. Right. I mean, you've seen him do it so many times. And that's why, I mean, that's why I got Michigan winning the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I honestly think he's just going to have an amazing year, and I hope I'm not like jinxing you. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm just glad you have faith. I don't know how much no, this I speaks hope so. for, I mean, for it's my just, chance. It's yeah. been a while. Like, it'd be nice to, you know, see Michigan, you know, prominent again because just I don't like Ohio State. <laughs> there you go. That's something we can agree on. Um, now, for the, the BCS Bowls, I don't think we have to do, like, much description or defending oh, no. it because there's just it's a lot of crap shooting here uh my rose bowl i have oregon versus michigan state mm-hmm. pac 12 versus big 10 i have oregon beating michigan state mm-hmm. all right i have you're gonna like this one <laughs> i have usc play michigan um and I have Michigan winning that. <laughs> wow! Now you're now you're pushing it. Now you're jinxing things. <laughs> Just saying, but I hope I am lauding your praises by the end of the season. Yes, and if you thought that Michigan State Michigan game was great, <laughs> just wait till the Rose Bowl. That's gonna be a hell of a game then. 
Uh, the Sugar Bowl, I have Georgia versus Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan, I did not have them winning the Big Ten or you know going to the Big Ten championship. But guess what? Last year, they didn't either. And because mm-hmm. of the crowd that Michigan attracts, I think they'll be good enough that they'll be in that contention for an at-large. Yep. And I think the BCS likes that money. Mm-hmm. But I don't have them beating Georgia. Oh. So... Georgia and Michigan, Georgia over Michigan in the Sugar Bowl. I have Georgia versus Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And I also have Georgia winning. Interesting, interesting. Uh, The Fiesta Bowl, I have Oklahoma versus Alabama. Hmm. It's quite the matchup. I have Alabama winning as an at-large. I have... And this is where we got to the part where we were talking about the Big East no longer gets, right? You know, they, they no longer get a bid. So I have Oklahoma versus Louisville, hmm. and I actually have. So you think they'll be good enough that they'll be in at large? I think they'll only lose maybe one or two games, and hmm. I, I I lean more towards one because I think if it's one, then they actually have a chance to get that at large because right. they're pro- they're going to have to be ranked really high. Yeah. Um, but I I honestly I think they're probably. Um, talent-wise, they're probably one of the only teams that could compete with some of these bigger, better leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think they'll like, give Oklahoma a heck of a game, much more than Oklahoma wants. Um, yeah. Because, again, besides what they do in the Big 12, what they play in the Big 12, they don't play anybody out of conference who is really legitimate at all. Um, and I think... I think they'll be a little bit surprised. Um, but I, I have Oklahoma pulling that out late. Um, wow. So you think it's going to be close? Mm-hmm. For that Heisman candidate and winner yes. for you, Landry Jones. Yeah, it, it, he'll be he'll basically be like... So, I can't remember. When do they do the Heisman again? Would that uh, be... it's, it's like the second week in December. Okay. It's like so the he'll, week be, after. he'll be putting the icing on the cake. There you go. He'll be cementing it, saying, "Oh, this is why I won." You know, mm-hmm. like. All right, the Orange Bowl. I have Virginia Tech at the ACC, mm-hmm. and West Virginia as an at-large. Oh man, see, I would love that. And WVU <laughs> beats Virginia Tech in the Orange Bowl. Oh, I would love that. Wait, um, so you have you have Virginia. Did you already say you had Florida State in somewhere? I forget. I have not yet. Okay. Oh, dang it. Spoilers. Um, okay. Well, I, I have Florida State playing West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, basically, that's what was supposed to happen in the regular season before the game got canceled because we moved to a different conference. So, we actually get to play them. But I really like your pick better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you that that means a lot to, um, you know, my fan base. That game. Um, well, and then hopefully we would, I'm right. Yeah, we would love to see that happen, and we were really disappointed last year when Virginia Tech lost to Clemson, um, because that's who we would have played. Yeah. Um, and uh, we said they chickened out of it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and then I have uh, us winning, beating Very Florida nice. State. Really, uh, late field goal, actually. Mm. 
You're you're partial to the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. He's I I think he could make the kick. But then you used to also kick as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, back in high school. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you have in your national championship game, and who wins? I have BCS number one Alabama play BCS number two Oregon. Surprise. Mm. <laughs> and who wins? Oregon. Good. The SEC's reign of dominance is It halted. needs to stop. It's getting to the point of ridiculous and money. everybody in the United States gets a free Nike shirt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have two unbeaten teams. Number one, Southern Cal. Mm-hmm. Number two, Florida State. Oh. And the Seminoles beat the Trojans. Wow. USC is bowl eligible this year, as we have the very few people in the live stream chat at livestream.com slash show me your news. Uh, and that's why they all came back. Um, I think they'll make their run, but uh, Florida State, getting the tomahawk chop. I, I like that pick. I really like, like, I mean, honestly, I mean, their schedule got a lot easier when they didn't have to play us early. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that league, that league, um, if they don't go undefeated, I'll be quite surprised. Yeah. Well, anyway, those are our picks for this 2012 college football season. Uh, it's you know definitely a, a special here when we do the actual main episodes of Down the Sidelines. Maybe a lot of predictions week by week, along with the NFL. Where you know Sminjas fans of the Show Me Your News Network can participate regardless of their sports knowledge, and see if they've got what it takes to stack up against us. Um, with that, I'm Peter, and I'm Joel, and we are out. Yeah.